Welcome back, everyone. It's so nice to be together once again to share thoughts about the beautiful power of Rosh Chodesh, the strength, the special, unique aspect of each and every month. And besides being together once again to discuss Rosh Chodesh, we also have the ability to be together once again specifically to discuss a little bit more about the month of Adar. This year we're Zaycha to have two Adars. When I use the expression that we're Zaycha to have two Adars, as we mentioned in one of the previous shiurim, the 13th month has a special, unique element that it lends to the whole year. The word Echad, unity, we have the Aleph of Echad that represents the unity of the other Ches and the Dala, the other 12. Most years, we only have the 12. But specifically on a Ibriyar, a Shonomi Uberes, we have a second Adar, and that second Adar is the 13, the Aleph that unites together the power of all the 12. Similar to the fact that in the Midbar, the 12 Shvatim, like we mentioned in one of the earlier Shiurim, three Shvatim on the east, three Shvatim on the west, three on the north, three on the south, and the three Shvatim on each of the four different Ruchais had a certain unity of purpose within them. And Lamaisa, the Shevet Levi, which was encircling the Machna Levia inside the inner ring, which was between the 12 Shvatim and the Mishkan itself, Shevet Levi was the 13th Shevet that united together all the other 12. Every year that comes out to be a Shonami Uberes, because we have a second Adar, we have a greater sense of unity of Ashlama of all the 12 months together. And it's a special opportunity, special Aliyah, special Ashras Ashkin in the whole year. This year, Befrat is a Shemitah year. There's also an added level of closeness to Hashem Yisbarach V'shov, so Oret Shabbos Lashem. It's a very unique combination to have a Shemitah year that comes out together with Hashanah Uberes. So it's a special year. But Lemaisa, the month we add is another Adar, and Purim comes out in the second Adar. So obviously the a month, the addition, still relates to the power of Adar. So perhaps... Tonight, Be'ez Hashem is Barach, to touch upon another element, different than the one we spoke about last time, and obviously just as important. We mentioned the Megillas Esther. The story of Purim is about Gilui HaHester, revealing the hidden. Last time we spoke about the fact that in the month of Purim is the time to reveal the Yad HaShem the presence of Hashem interacting with us in our normal day-to-day life. Not the Nisim, Galuyim, the revealed and open miracles, Misnag to the whole, Misnagate to the whole Derech HaTeva, but rather the Nisim Nistarim, within the Derech HaTeva, within the normal course of day-to-day life, to recognize the Yad Hashem that's there with us, guiding our lives and bringing to us the things that are exactly correct for us. Tonight, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to focus on another element of Gilui HaHester, of revealing a hidden, a different thing that's hidden, and a different thing that's also a big and bright light in all of our lives. And Chas V'Sholem, if we allow this to remain hidden, we go through life missing almost the purpose of what life is truly about. And this other hidden thing that we're referring to is a bright light, which is also as bright as the light of our Kodesh Baruch Hu's of the Bria. 
It's the light of the neshama that's within each and every single one of us. It's the light of our own getlecha, divine spark, our own godly divine spark, which is the true source of our whole life. And to point out, before we begin the discussion, if we look at the world around us, we recognize it's possible for a person to go through life and everyone has a drive, a dream to be successful, to build, to accomplish. And unfortunately, it's possible without introspection, without focus, for a person to end up placing his effort of building and, and bringing out more in things that are external from his self, from his neshama. And all the external accomplishments in the world, the business, the, the, the amount of money we amass, whatever it was that we did, when it's not part of who we are, if we're not building our own primius, our own neshama, to bring out more of the godliness that's buried within ourselves, everything else stays behind. Everything else is mortal. Everything else is finite. Everything else has no eternity. The only accomplishment, the only sense of building and creating that's going to be something that's forever. And it's the thing that's truly us and that gives us the deepest satisfaction is when we're building our neshama. We're bringing out more and more of our own getlachkeit, our own godliness. Being in touch with our own neshama, growing more, expressing more of the beauty of our neshama within our interactions with the people around us, living more of the echor and the ahava, of the love and the unity that our neshama is craving and has the ability to bring. So there's an idea in Purim to, to bring out the Gilu Yahester, the revealing, the hidden, is revealing my true source, who I really am, the Neshama that's within me. Perhaps in order to begin this discussion, Be'ezus Hashem, we'll touch upon a Pasuk. The word Nefesh, my, like the, the source of my life being, this Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chayo, Yechida, higher and higher elements of a person's spiritual energy that's truly his life, but the lowest, the first, the basis, so to say, almost all of it, is the nefesh. And the Pasik says, when Avram Avinu was talking to B'nai Ches, in regards to purchasing the Ma'ar Samach Pela for Sarah Yimenu, he says to the B'nai Ches, Im yesh es nafshecha, lik es meisi milafonai, shimuli ufiguli be'efren ben tzoychar. The word nefesh over there means ratzoin, your will, like it says in the Targum. If you desire your will, the nefesh sort of say expresses my will, my desire. We mentioned other times as well, the Gemara Masech, the Shabbos uses this word in describing the concept of HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving Torah to Kalal Yisrael. Ano nafshi ksavis yahavis. The word Anoichi of the first word of the Aseris Hadibrois is the acronym for the, the Pasik, the statement. Hashem says, I wrote my Nefesh and I gave it to you. The Nefesh is the will, the Ratzain, Kav Yachal of Hashem Isparach. Sometimes, when things are flowing and moving along nicely, we don't come in touch with our deepermost inner will. What really makes me tick? What do I really want to do? What's really important to me? We're flowing. But then 
when we hit a brick wall, when we hit a time of difficulty, a time of challenge, we, we realize what we're missing and we yearn and crave to be in touch with this that we had before. So let's give a mushal. The Heilig Esfarim Akdoshim tell us really, all of Golos, all of exile is there, legalot, similar to the word Megillus Esther, legalot, to reveal something, to get us to the point where we recognize something that was there all along and we weren't even in touch with it. The Golos is there to reveal our deepest desire to be close to Hashem. In the Sloshen of the Svarim Akdoshim, the Rechuk is there, the distance, the feeling apart, is there to create a yearning for Kurva, to create a desire for greater closeness. The distance from Eretz Yisrael, the distance from the Shechina, not having a Beis Amigdash. When we have something, we don't appreciate it enough. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes it away. And through not having it, it creates within us a yearning, a desire to want it back. And that's Megala that reveals to us what we truly, really want. When I have it, I say, like, yeah, do I really need it? So yeah, I'll be without it. And then when I'm missing it, all of a sudden I realize how empty, what a void I have. And the truth is, it's so much of what's happening in the world today. In a certain way, we have freedom. You can experience whatever you want, not bogged down, going out, having a good time. What do you have to be saddled into a marriage? I mean, stuck in a relationship and then you, you know, and people say, yeah, we'll just have fun and enjoy. And it's only through feeling the pain of loneliness, the pain of not having any meaningful connection. And sometimes it's too late by the time people realize it. Too late in action, never inside. This is not what I want. This is not doing it for me. I'm miserable. I did what everybody said. I'm going to have fun, but I'm not connected to anything meaningful. I have, I have an emptiness inside of me that's yearning to be fulfilled. When Klal Yisrael was Makabal the Torah, Chazal tell us, the Gemara Masech the Shabbos, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had a certain level of kfiyah. There was a certain level of it being forced Kafa aleim harkigigas mikan maidah rabeli araisa was kafa aleim harkigigas kaviachol. We were forced into accepting the Torah. What was that forcing? Kipshutai, like the Gemara says, im tekablu es haTorah mutavim lav sham deikvur aschem. If you accept the Torah, great. And if not, it's all over. It's your burial. You're done. Six feet under afar. You have no life. You have no chiyus. Life is about the simple pshat in the Gemara was a threat. The mountain is over our head. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, listen, you accept the Torah, otherwise, but there's a much deeper pshat also. Like the Gemara tells us, also we mentioned, the Pasuk B'yoyim Chasunasoy, B'yoyim Simchas Liboy. The Pasuk B'yoyim Chasunasoy is a Yoyim Shalmatan Torah. It was a chasana between Klal Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ki yodua, many halachas that we have by our chuppah. Ki chasana kala is learned from Maimon Harsinai. The chasana goes there first, the chasana goes out to greet the kala. Is learned from Maimon Harsinai. A gigas is a barrel. When you turn a barrel upside down, there's a hollow space underneath it. The kofa aleim har kigigis, when Hashem put the barrel on top of our heads, it was like being inside the chuppah with Hashem. The complete expression, 
The Harsinai bedecked with flowers, like the beautiful flowers around the chuppah by a wedding where the chassan and kala stand together and unite as one. And Hashem put us under the barrel with Him inside. And when we're there experiencing this awesome joy of such intense closeness to Hashem, how could we not want this? How could we not accept it? The kviyah was mitzat When we were experiencing the ultimate joy of closeness, then it's magical. It's, it's so sublime and uplifting and gorgeous to be there with Him. And this is all we want. But it's being given to us as a gift. The Heilige Rebbe Rabbi Moshe Shapiro Zechot Tzadik V'Kodesh Lovracha explained in many things in areas of life we find there's like an original magical spark at the beginning of a journey. And then after a little bit of time that magical spark dissipates, it disappears and it becomes difficult, drudgery, mm, hard to do it. We call this Isarusa de la Sata and Isarusa de la Ela. That original magical spark was inspiration from above. The time when it gets tough, that's the time where you need to invest by choosing, by showing what you desire. And that is called Isarusa de la Sata, inspiration from below, coming from us. Let's use one of the most famous, simplest mashalim. When a couple gets married, there's a certain, they meet each other, they get to know each other and they feel, yes, this is right. And at the beginning, when they're beginning to build a new home, not always, but very often, there's the original like magic. They only see good in each other. They're so happy with each other. They can't wait to spend time together. It's like so beautiful. Every moment together is precious and enjoyable. But that's like a magical bubble. And after time goes by, it begins to fade and it disappears and it's not there anymore. And then sometimes the the element of sharing life together, of working together as a team, becomes challenging for us. It, we feel it's like demanding of us. It's hard. Rabbi Tam Kiyadua in Sefer HaYoshar calls these two types of life experience. You may ahava, the days of love, the days of connection, the days of joy and connection, and you may hasina, the days of hate, the days of distance, the days of a feeling of a resentment almost towards the connection that's demanding of me. When it comes Yemei Ahava, everybody is great. Everybody is happy to take out the garbage. Every wife is happy to make her husband a coffee in the morning if he's, you know, tired. We're happy to do for each other. There's a natural joy in it. And it doesn't really reflect our commitment to the relationship. Because it's easy to do it. It happens almost on its own automatically because it's gishmak and we feel the pleasure and the joy of giving. What truly defines the relationship, what makes the relationship be a long-term, everlasting, deeper and more beautiful relationship as time goes on is the commitment we have to each other in the Yemei Asina, in the days where it's hard. Many, many years ago, my first year in Eretz Yisrael, I had a schos I learned in yeshiva, in Shari Chesed, yeshiva Milos HaToyre. And there was a bacha there in yeshiva, Eliezer Schlesinger, Hashem Yimkom Domoy, was a bacher, a young bacher who lives in Bayit Vagan. His father of Schlesinger is a Rosh Hashiva in yeshiva called Torah in Bayit Vagan. 
And Lazar Schlesinger was Malichis, Malichishmak in Yiddishkeit, in learning, and davening, in Chesed. Such an amazing boy. I used to sit right on the bench right next to him by davening. We, we were benchmates, sat next to each other. And one night, Rahman al without going into all the story, but Rab Lazar had a kasha on Avne Maluyim. We were learning Masechtas Kedushin that winter's man, and Lazar, summer's man. And Rab Lazar said, I'm not going to sleep. He made a I'm not going to sleep tonight until I get a terrorist to this kasha, the Avne Maluyim. Late at night, he was tired. He was still working with his chavrusa to try to figure out a pshat. They went for a walk, and unfortunately, he was shot and killed by a crazed Arab woman. Hashem Yim Kaim Dama Rahman After Rab Lazar was Nifter, they found notebooks where he used to keep a Khajban Anefesh, write down all the things he was working on, all the growth he was looking for, the self-introspection to bring out the best from himself. And by the Shiva when we went to his house and by it forgot to be Menachemabal, they were passing around photostats of these notebooks, it was so inspiring to see a young man, he was I think 18, maybe 19 years old, how much avoid atzmas, how much avoid pnimis he had to always be growing and working and bettering himself. There were so many beautiful, fascinating things. But one of the things he wrote in his little notebook was that the ikar avoida of life, the place where it really defines who you are as a person, as a yid, in any one of your relationships, is not in yumei ava. It's in Yumei Hasinah. When the going is tough, when it's hard, when it's difficult, there I don't have the natural joy. There I'm showing my determination, my commitment, my dedication, my devotion by doing this because I know it's right. This is what I want. And when it doesn't feel so natural and exciting to be doing for each other, but when a couple is committed to each other, we care for each other. Maybe if we could use the expression over here. It's coming from my intellect that I chose that I want to build a relationship with you, to spend the rest of my life with you, to build an eternity with you. That even when I don't have the emotional chalik of like feeling so excited and happy to do it, but I make myself do it because we are here for each other no matter what. And even my sense of being distant is not going to take me away. That's what creates the true Depth of a long-term, everlasting, growing, deepening relationship. And so too it's true between Klal Yisrael and Hashem Yisbarach. When we got to Torah in Harsinai, that was our Shonari Shaina bubble. It was magical. It was so beautiful. It was so exalted being together with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There was a certain kviyah. Like, of course I'm going to do it. It's not, it's not even a question, but it flows naturally. I, I want this. I'm doing it. It's, it's beautiful. It's not coming from a deep inner sense of choice and commitment and my, my decision to make this happen and to make it work. And so we go a thousand years later after the destruction of the base Amigdash, Klai Yisrael goes into Golos. We're in Golos Bavel and then Paris and Modai. Bavel is Bolal, confusion. We don't know. We're distance. We feel so far from Hashem Yisbarach. And now we're at a time where in a certain way we feel so distant, we're so far away. It's not happening by itself. And where does that bring me to when I'm distant? When I'm distant, when I'm far away. What does that lead to me inside of me? Chazal tell us the expression, the Gemara and Megillah, 
Gedoyla hasaras tabas yoiser mimem ches neviim v'shivim neviyos. The accomplishment of removing the ring was greater for Klal Yisrael than the forty-eight neviim and the shivim neviyos and the seven neviyos. Kipshutai the hasaras tabas is referring to Achashverosh removing his ring, his signet ring, and passing it over to Haman. Go, do with the Yidin whatever you please. And he writes the Igarais, the letters of Lahashmin Lahargaliyabi. But Rabbi said there's a deeper Pshat also. Kidoila Soros Tabas was Yenan Tabas Kedushin that we got by Har Sinai. And Kavyachal, within our hearts, we're holding at a place like, I don't want this anymore. I'm not feeling it. I'm not excited to have this Tabas on me. And there's a certain level it's Hasaras Tabas, we're taking away the depth we're holding, looking at, but we're looking at, so to say, not being there with that. And where does it bring us to? What happens when we find out about these Igores, the letters that Haman Arusha wrote to destroy all of Klal Yisrael? Like the lotion of the Python, Mimcha Elecha Evrach. From you, Hashem, where do I run? I run to you. When I'm at that point where, so to say, we're at the lowest of the low, no base amigdosh, we're out in Gullus and we're, we're not living a life, but the Tzudah he's using the, the, the kalim of the base amigdosh. The whole Suda, like the Gemara tells us, was rejoicing about the fact that the seven years and his cheshman went past and we didn't go back to Eretz Yisrael. We read that Megillus Eicha, the Kalim of the Beis Hamikdash, and we went and participated. We felt so far, but where did it bring us to? It brought us to the fact It brought us to the fact that we all got together, and we said we're one. We united all of us together. We want to be with you, and this was a Sarusa de la Sata. This was the inspiration from below. That when we're so distant and we're so far and we have the Hasaras Tabas standing in front of us like we're not, we're not there. And instead of allowing ourselves to stay there, we say, you know what? We don't want to be here. Hashem, we don't want to be distant. We want to come back to you, HaKadosh Baruch. We want nothing more than live a life of closeness to you. It's your dua. The Medrash says, the Gemara, that Haman Arash, Lekaman, the Yod, Alishnu, Bisha, Kahaman. Haman Arash was Yeshnoi, Amechad, Mephoizer, Mephoirad, Ben Amim. Speaking about Klal Yisrael being separated. And we know Chazal tells us it wasn't just that Haman Arash said that about us. That was the Tfiya on us. We were Taka, living a life of being distant from each other. And together, Lech, Knois, Eskola, Yehudim. The Tshuva was, go back and get together. And the MS is, it's the same unity that we needed between each other, that we needed between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we're living a life, when we're connected to our neshama, when we realize what do we truly want? We want to live a life of expressing Hashem's goodness in the way we, in, in every aspect of our life experience. When we're living a life of closeness to each other, recognizing, seeing the neshama in every other yid, seeing the beautiful goodness in every person around us, despite the fact that they're so different from us and how they associate and how they dress and how they live their life of kim Torah and mitzvahs, but we see them as partners with us when we're in touch with the panemius, the neshama. That's when we're together with each other. 
That's also Ki'ish Echod Belev Echod the Kifr Kabbalah Satayra. But this time, it was coming from us. It wasn't a magical gift that was bestowed upon us from Hashem. It was the time when we had to fight for it. It was a time when we had to show this is what we want. That was the gilui of the panemius of every single yid. What do we truly desire? And what do we truly want? And when we don't naturally feel it, but we fight for it and we push for it, something comes out that's so beautiful. We see that this is my true, true inner panemius. Nothing else will satisfy me. Now we know that this is what we truly want. Even when it doesn't have the special, glorious feeling, that's, that's the ticket of the Moedah Finding that inner source within ourselves, that inner, beautiful, deep, and meaningful connection that every year has with Hashem Yisbarach. When we talk about Purim, we talk about Nichnas Yayin, Yatsasoid. When the wine goes in, there's something that like penetrates down, it creates an opening, a hole, through which that hole that was created now, the secret, the thing that's buried deep down below, comes out. The yayin has the power to penetrate, to open up. And we see so many times on Purim, people, when, when they get to a state where it's, the das goes away, the external, what do, I, what, what do I need to do, what I should do, what looks right. When you come in touch, you lose all, all the external things, like the, the external pressures of wanting to look right and do what's right. You just come inside with what your true inner Ratzin is. To see so many people on Purim crying, davening, yearning, I want to be closer to you, Hashem. It's the Yatsa Soid, your Megala, the secret, the deeper, most inner place inside your soul that all you want too is to live a life of Kedusha and Tahara and Vegas Bashem, to be living with your Neshama, to be expressing the beauty of your Neshama. That's what talks to me. Nothing else. All the other efforts and, and expenditures and, and things we invest in are really meaningless. They're not the source of our true self. What I want is to be living with my neshama, to be connected to all other Yidin. The Gemara tells us in Masechtas Megillah, on the first page, the Bezam and Aleph, the Gemara over there says, without going into the sugya, but the Gemara mentions that the 13th day of Adar could also be read the Megillah if that's the Yom HaKnisa, we don't need a Pasuk to teach us that. The Gemara uses over there the expression, Yud Gimel is the man kihilo lakoil. Yud Gimel is a time of all the Eden gathering together. We don't need a Pasuk to be marba to teach us that you're allowed to lay in the Megillah on the 13th day of Adar also, not only on the 14th and the 15th. So Machlikas we shine him in the Derech HaPshat. If this man kihilo lakoil means that in the times of Mordechai and Esther and Shushan Abira, that's when they got together to fight the war. Or it means today it's the day of Megillus Esther, the day of Tainus Esther, where we get together to say Slichus and to Davin. But either way, there's another Nakuda that's buried in this Gemara. Which day is the day that we don't need a Pasuk to be Marba? It's Yud Gimel. The day of 13. The day of Echod. The whole purpose of the story of the Megillah was to bring out this truth, to be Megala, this Hester, that inside of us, the only thing we truly want, desire is to be close to each other and together as Kalal Yisrael, to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yud Gimel, the 13, the number of unity, the number of one is man kihila la kol. 
of every yid coming together with each other and together as Klal Yisrael coming, rejoining together with Hashem. You are our king, united as one. When we have Yod Gimel's man, that's for sure, that's the day you could read the Megillah Sesta, that's the whole point of it. To bring about this unity, this oneness, this deep and everlasting connection. We should be zaycha that this year, the double Adar, the, the Shemitah year, the year where Klal Yisrael is yearning, we should be zaycha to tap into, to find that deeper place. The whole story of this Golos is to get deeper and deeper, to penetrate further and further inside our collective soul, the soul of Klal Yisrael, to uncover the depth, the yearning that we all have, just to be one, together with each other, together with you, Hashem Yisbarach, this year we should be zaych to be Megala that, Arasoif, to the very, very core of our being, together we should be zaych to see the art of Mashiach, the Archodesh Al-Tzim Toyer, Bebiyas Mashiach Tzidkenu, and Bebinyan Beis HaMikdash, together as one, Bemheira V'yameinu, Amen V'amen. Have a beautiful night. 